Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Thank you, thank you Lord, for our laying down last night and our waking up this morning, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you washed over as the storm came through last night. Thank you, Lord, that you continue to bless us and keep us in all that we do, O Lord. And knowing that the storm doesn't last forever, but joy comes in the morning, O Lord. Amen. So whatever we go through, we know, O Lord, that you have a better day of coming. We come, O Lord, and you bless the sick and shed in, O Lord. We ask, O Lord, that you bless each and every one of us. Guide us, protect us, and keep us. Strengthen us that we might be better people. Jesus, so many blessings right in your name. Amen. 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 So I, what I would like to ask at this point, um, Ina, and uh, if you have anybody with you, I know we heard the music, uh, piano version, but if you give us the singing version of praise, then that would be amazing. Amen. Okay. Sorry, hold on. I I got too high. Amen. It's all right.
Hello. Hello. Hey, man. Can you hear us? So, good morning. I just wanted to, to say, you know, amen and thank you all for, for that song. Uh, we appreciate you. I um, also wanted to uh, say that we should also be in prayer right now for our pastor as he gives, uh, he's doing a funeral for a family member today to give him the yeah. strength and the words to do what he needs to do. And we also um, want to be in prayer for those of us who have uh, answered the call and stepped up uh, to uh, deliver our own testimonies in his absence. So um, with that, I would like to transition. We have uh, four of us who are uh, giving our testimonies this morning. And our uh, first one is going to be Ina Bonner, and she's going to kind of set us up for kind of what we're all going to be talking about today. So, Ina, you've got the floor. Good morning. Good morning. God bless. Good morning. Lord, let the words from my mouth and the meditation of my heart be accessible in thy sight. Today, I'm going to be speaking on surviving with the word. And the word is capital. Christians, we understand we're not battling with flesh and blood, but we're in what we consider as survivor mode. We're surviving virtually. So this, what I'm speaking on today is going to be surviving with the word of God. The first thing my dear mother is going to help me in reading the scripture. The first thing I'm going to Today will be First John four and four. We are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is He that is in you, than He that is in the world. World. It just let us know that our strength is our Lord. The Lord is our strength, and if we're going Taking in these times, we're going to have to have the word of God. And the Lord has to be on our side. Do you believe that? Amen. We're Amen. Him. We're limited. We have limited strength. But our Lord and Savior has all power. And he is strong. And in the word of God, it says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And if we believe yeah. that we can do all things. The next scripture that I'm going to share with us today will be First Corinthians, first chapter, First Corinthians, ten and verse thirteen. There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above ye are able. I know fellow Christians write some things that well, some of us have never seen before. And it's no mistake. These things are not happening for no reason. I believe that the Lord is preparing us. And if you realize all the things that we're seeing now, I know some of the older ones saw some things back in the day where we saw a lot of racism. And we saw people that were being killed for no reason. But whoever, who thought it would happen, and we will see these things today. 
So just to let us know, we will be tempted, especially, but just remember, with God, we can make it through. Just realize with God, we can make it through. So just realize that, you know, these things we're seeing today, it's going to be more things. But as long as you have your hands in the Lord's hands, we can make it through. But you have to remember we're in survivor mode. We're not fighting against flesh. We are at the next scripture that we're going to see is Philippians 4 and 10. 13, I'm sorry. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's our strength, y'all. We can do all things with Christ. And just remember, with him, we can do all things. The next scripture is one of my favorites. It's Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in His in the power of his. Put on the whole that ye may be able to stand against the wild of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. Amen. And this is just a reminder that everything we need is in the word. That we're not fighting against flesh and blood. There's power power. There are power. And we just have to realize that if we're going to make it, we have to connect with the one that's above them. The Lord has all powers. And with him, we can fight and just believe it. Do you guys believe that? Yes. The next scripture is Isaiah. And it was Isaiah 54 and 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. I say this prayer daily. And every time that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. But, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bury it. Amen. The word is letting us know that even through all that we're experiencing, the Lord is with us. He said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And I trust in the word of the Lord because I know that he is able and he can. And as long as we have him, we can make it through all time. The last scripture that I'm going to share with you today is Matthew Fourth chapter and verse thirteen. But he that shall endure unto the end, the first shall be saved. Amen. This fight, if we're going to survive, we have to endure to the end and not give up, Christians. Don't throw in the towel, Christians, because as long as we are with God, he is faithful, and he is faithful to his children, and we just have to 
endure to the end. And we thank God that we are able to make it. And he gives us the opportunity to have eternal life. But you have to know the Lord. And the word is our key and our guide. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Nina. That was a powerful, powerful, powerful testimony. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, connections between everybody's uh, testimonies today. So the uh, next person that we're going to have give their testimony is uh, Jason Roberts. And uh, I'm looking forward to what he has to say today. Man. Thanks, Anthony. And uh, that was a perfect segue, Ina. And uh, good morning, family. Uh, you know, when I... When we, we started talking about this, you know, I was thinking, you know, favorite scripture. And while I, you know, definitely I've said uh, no weapons formed against me shall proper, and I refer to that from time to time, and I can do all things through him. I'll be honest with you, I didn't really have, like, I have, this is my favorite, this is my favorite, favorite scripture. <clears throat> and um, just being honest, and I said, you know what, let, let me just see if I can find some inspiration. So I have, um, some of y'all know this, but I, I have dad's old Bible, right? It even says Deacon George Roberts on the front of it. And um, in it, you know, he has some notes. And I come across a note and it says uh, John 15 at the top of it. So I go and read John 15 and I say, okay, thank you, God. There, there's my inspiration right there. So that's what we're going to start with this morning is John 15. And then I'm a I'm assured to you my story as it relates to, you know, this scripture. Okay, so I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself, it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear fruit. You, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends for everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command, love each other. So 
a lot of um, some things you were saying in there, uh, Ina, surviving, <clears throat> the Lord's preparing us. We can do all things through him. Um, I see resonating here in this passage, uh, in this scripture. And um, as I look back on how this reflects back on my life and as from my personal testimony, you know, it really boils down to kind of like three things. I, I see he has been pruning and cutting off branches in my life, my entire life. And I think we can all relate to that. But uh, he's done so in ways that it's things that have happened and events that have happened around me, um, people that he's put in my life, and then things that have personally happened to me. And that's what I'm going to talk about. So, you know, as I look back and, you know, growing up, <clears throat> we had a lot of, lot of role models. We had, you know, obviously there's granddaddy and Uncle Jack and all our aunts and our uncles and grandmothers. And, but, you know, we, we learn early, you know, you work, you know, you, you, the, the power of working hard. And, you know, something that was instilled in all of us and we carried over into our adult lives. And I remember, you know, when I first got into the working world, man, I'm just working, just working, just working, just working. And then I remember one February 13th, <clears throat> you know, and, and I, work was all consuming for me, right? And it's just, just it's part of our DNA. You know, that's what you do, right? As a robber's man, that's what you do. You just work. And I remember coming in one February 13th, uh, 2006, to find out that my dad had taken his own life. And, you know, for me, as I, as I look back at that time, I said, that was one of those moments where God was pruning in my life. And what he was doing, he was, he was cutting off a branch, one of those branches being, hey, you're just going to continue down this branch working as hard as, and, and, and you're going to, uh, that's going to lead to a place of ruin where I was trying to just work real hard and going to become a partner and all this stuff. And it was that event. That thing that happened around me, right? A major, you know, lose, losing uh, the man I most looked up to that made me take a step back and put me on a different path. I left that company and I, and I moved down a different path. Right? So when I think about him pruning and cutting off a branch and but using things that happen around you, sometimes that fruit is, is, um, is hard to take, right? And, um, not all fruit is, is going to be just uh, just wonderful. Sometimes there's lessons learned in it. And, there's, and some things that happened with dad, I still learn today. Um, and I'll talk about maybe some of that later too. But as black men, we have to not bottle everything up. And we have to be more open to sharing our feelings and things that are happening going on in our lives. <clears throat> but that was one when I look back on my, on my life. That was a major uh, branch cutting and pruning that was happening there. But little did I know that he was directing me in a different path, right? So I leave and I go to a place. I didn't know that the woman I was gonna be eventually working for, she, um, um, she you know, co-founded a church with her husband who was a pastor and she was very, very, still is to this day, she's a, a lifelong mentor of mine and someone I talk to, uh, you know, regularly but she um she helped prune me right i remember specifically one day y'all so she's uh 
and I know I'm going to go a little bit on longer, so y'all just have to bear with me, okay? But I remember specifically one day, um, she's one of the few Black women uh, leaders of, uh, you know, executives in, in business in Houston. <clears throat> and I remember uh, being frustrated one day because they were trying to push her out. And um, I remember going into her office and I was hot. I mean, I was upset. And she was so calm. And you know what she told me? She said, don't get angry. She said, I want, we're going to sit here. I want, we're going to pray for these people. And, and I, I've, I learned so much from that moment. And that's helped me deal with so much later on in life. But what I didn't know is that he was cutting off one branch, going down with that other company, put me over here because he was helping to prune me through other people. So he pruned me through things, different events that have happened in life, but he's also pruned me through the people he's put me around, right? So I think about, her name is Daryl, and I love her dearly. Think about my mom, think about all of you all, the people that I grew up with, um, <clears throat> that no matter what, have always kept me close to my faith. So he's pruned through those other people that he put in my life. And, and finally, I would say, as I, as I left, eventually I left there and I came on to uh, another company. And then you start, you know, you start chasing, you know, you wanna, I wanna be the first uh, black area vice president. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be the first black one, right? And you start, you start losing your purpose, right? And it starts becoming more about you and trying to achieve a status. And then it became, it becomes less, less about you. I started, okay, a lot of people are wanting this to happen because there's not been a black person to actually make that, make that level in the company. And, and now you start to do it for other people, but still it's not for the right reason. And then in October of uh, 2017, I haven't shared this with, with very many people. Um, when we talk about pruning you through things that he, that happens in your life to you directly. Um, I'm sitting there 42 years old and I have a stroke. And, um, and it was then that I realized, you know what? It's, I'm chasing this for all the wrong reasons. And it's, it's more than just, you know, money and all these other kinds of things. You know, I need, there needs to be purpose behind it. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And, um, <clears throat> And then it was, you know, a man through, through, through his grace, I didn't have any lasting effects. Didn't have any lasting effects uh, despite having the stroke. And um, so then it was about three months later, I was, at a, I was at an event and I heard this guy speak. And, and that's when, you know, God placed it on my heart, this is what you need to do. And, um, Three years, uh, two years later, I have left corporate America. And, you know, I've, I've laid in on faith and, 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 and just his guidance and, and direction, you know, started a company that if you look at the end of this scripture where it says, love each other, um, where it talks about, as I have loved you, that's what, you know, we, what our company is, 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 trying to do 
And uh, I had to listen to him. And it's not about me. It's about where he wants me to go, right? And he's pruned the branches. He's cut off, he's cut off some, pruned others to kind of help move me in, in this direction. And uh, as long as we remain in him, then, you know, I just have to have faith that it's going to go in the right direction. And as I, as I look back on things that have happened, you know, over the past 20 years, you know, not going back too far, you know, and, and came across this scripture, John 15, and the most recent events, like I said, I haven't shared with a whole lot of people about, you know, my stroke, but, you know, I think that was one of those events where we're saying, you need to remain in me and, and trust me. And uh, that was that wake up call that I needed to say, stop chasing what I want to do and, you know, follow his direction. So, you know, that's my, uh, that's my testimony this morning and uh, what uh, kind of was laid on me and, and the direction I got through this note there left me with John 15. Well, thank you, Jason. That was a, a very, very, very powerful. I can definitely, I can relate to, you know, being on the, track and, and realizing you're not doing what you know he wants you to do and you know I get it um, you know my mom always you know likes to tell me the quote of you know you're trying to climb the ladder and then you realize once you get to the top you're on the wrong wall and uh, mm -hmm. you know it's important yeah. to make sure that uh, what we're striving for and what we're climbing for is what he wants us to do and not what we want to do or what other people would want us to do so that's that's so important and uh, you know uh, you know, we'll be continuing to pray for you and your health, but uh, I'm thankful like you that you haven't had lasting effects of that. So, uh, but I do as, and also as a man, I just appreciate you, like you said, being vulnerable and, and you know, sh sharing where you, where you struggle. Cause it's, you know, we all struggle and uh, you know, that's just, you know, we're able to all grow because of that. So thank you. Um, so next person that we're going to have uh, give their testimony today is uh, Chris Cook, and uh, really excited to hear what he's got for us. You may be on mute, Chris. Can you hear me? There we go. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I was trying to not to keep praising what my cousins testifying because you know, so much of it is so good and so pertinent to this direction and um, you know we were trying to stay in tune with each other but I don't I don't know if we realize just how in course we are um, you know for my, my my baby sister cousin uh, I think she's more my sister. I think that's my, my mama's favorite child. And some of y'all don't know the inside joke on that. But I, I love her and my cousin Jason, I love you, brother, for your testimony as well and the pruning and, and the commentary of, of, of doing what God has called you to do and taking those chances. In 2010, uh, brothers, uh, I accepted my call in ministry and, and doing that uh, I remember the scripture that, that came to my mind and it's a familiar scripture and it's, it's so familiar that it, it should resonate in your spirit and to your soul, especially when you understand it. And uh, I'll be reading Jeremiah 29 and 11. I'm going to do 11 and 12. 
and I'll be referring to other texts within this uh, chapter and other scripture. But it, it reads, in, and those that know it off the top of your head, before I get the first two words, three words out, you know what it says. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. I'm going to read 13. And ye shall seek me and find me, and when you shall search for me with all your heart, on, and I will and I will be found for you, says the Lord. And I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you again to the place where I caused you to be carried away captive. Still sticking to, for I know the thoughts and plans I have towards you, but to prosper you. Um, and like I said, in 2010, I uh, set my call in ministry. I accepted my appointment and being in that appointment, I, I found to be plenty of disappointments. You know, when you accept an appointment from Christ and you put on Christ, you also put a target on your back for Satan to try to work against you and draw you away and staying on task. It's a hard thing. That's why my cousin said, you know, God would prune those things away from you that, they won't prosper you and help you grow. So I found in my, my life and my, my travel from 2010 and this thing called ministry work in the church that I've been pruned. Um, I, I felt a way that it's been disheartening. Um, I moved from one job to this job and the other job that I was in in Las Vegas, you know, imagine leaving the luxury city of Las Vegas, 24 hours shopping and, and eating any time that you want. But God said it was time to go. One, I wasn't prospering my job that I felt that I should. Um, I, I prayed to God, said, well, I'm not getting these promotions, Lord God. What's, what's, what's going on? And God was telling me, you know, I have work for you to do. But I didn't believe that work. And if you look in our, in the scripture and, in 29, you will see before that in verse 8, it says, For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and your dividers that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams, which ye cause to be dreamed. For they prophesied falsely unto you in my name. And if you look at that, I felt I had people that was in my life that were saying, no, that's not, no, God's not calling you to do this. God's not calling you to do that. That's just you. And just like I'm quite sure, you know, God called, you know, people try to, and they even one tried to pull us away from what God has from us, for us. Uh, they, they tell us, no, that's not what God wants. Uh, you're making it up or, you know, you're not really worthy of, or, you know, you're not as, as saved as you think you are. I don't know if you, some of y'all have heard that. You, or you're, you're too holy that not, no, no good is going to come from it. Um, you know, you're becoming a Bible thumper. Or, no, that's not what um, 
God is, is doing in your life because look at you, what are you, what's happening to you now? You're not prospering. But I'm telling you now, don't believe those things. Even when you go through it, because God has, has a plan. He said he's going to prosper you because all good things come from above. If you read James, know that God has your, your, your back in all that you do. Um, I had to take this leap of faith and pray that I was doing the right thing by leaving one job, leaving and selling my home in Las Vegas to move back to Texas, place I haven't lived in any of my life other than uh, a few summers at a time. But I had to take that leap of faith, <clears throat> excuse me, and come back home to where I believe God was calling me to do. And I, I, I know he is because I, I've, the attack has gotten so, so uh, rampant from the evil one, but God has prospered me in every step. Um, and some of you might know that uh, since I moved here, I've, I've been divorced after 30 years. That hurts. But I know God says, I have something for you that's better. It might not be what you think it is, but when I prune away from you, Jason, I prune those things that are not prospering. And I truly believe this was God is doing in my life, in my girl's life, and in my family. So when I, I look at this word and understand that he has plans for me, that means what I'm going through is part of his plan. It's part of his pruning process. It's part of his steps of taking me to the direction he wanted me to go. And even though I travel, and I'm not through the valley, y'all, I'm not through that Psalms 23 valley, I believe. I'm, I'm still sitting there in, in a way that I'm, 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 I'm there, but I have faith and I have hope that he's going to prosper me. And I see it in, in every day that he fills, fulfills and succeeds my needs. He's given everything that I want, I have not wanted. I, I am looked up at my, my job and my position that I'm in now, even though yet I have not yet get a, a promotion that I want, because I'm, I'm starting to see that that's not what God wants me to be or where he wants me to go, because, you know, I might lose hope or, or lose thought or lose focus. So when God is doing these things to you, I beseech you, brethren, to stand strong. Don't get dismayed that you don't feel like And uh, Chris, if you can hear me, you're on mute. So we're going to uh, ask, ask you to unmute yourself again. To that which God has given you. And brothers and, and, and sister and family, I, I love y'all. Um, but I have to share that, that point that even though you struggle with your moves and you think you're doing the right thing, stay strong, stay firm. God has control. He has your back. He will prosper. Amen. Amen. Thank you wow. so much. Wow, that's so powerful. I, I, you know, I just, I appreciate you being real with us and telling us, you know, what you struggle with because, you know, 
it's, it's easy to just put things out there, you know, that are good, but it's another thing to share your struggles. So I do appreciate that. And, uh, but I do know that you are strong and I know that, you know, he, like you said, he is helping you through all those times. And I do believe that, uh, what you are called to do, you are called to do. So, um, uh, and so, uh, it's, it's going to be tough to, to, uh, follow these, uh, amazing amazing people but i'm 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 humbled to uh provide my testimony at this point um so my testimony uh is gonna it's basically the title for what i'm going to talk about is called sustained by the spirit and uh, i'm gonna have madison read a scripture for me uh there's kind of going to be the overall scripture and then i'll have some other scriptures that go around it so all right, so Nelson, go ahead and read the scripture. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Okay, can y'all hear? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So, you know, I think about the fruit of the Spirit. I mean, you know, the first word that kind of jumps out of me is, is fruit, and, you know, like right now, you know, we're, we have a garden and, you know, I'm, I'm growing in terms of being a gardener and, you know, we've got different kinds of plants that we're growing and, um, you know, you, you put a lot of effort into a garden. You know, I wish that you could just plant things and then the next day you had fruit, but unfortunately it does take a lot of uh, watering and a lot of uh, uh, just getting weeds out and things like that to make sure that your, your, your plants grow. Um, and produce fruit. So uh, from a spiritual standpoint, I think how we react to the ups and downs of life is an indication of how we rely on the Holy Spirit. And, you know, related to that, you know, I think Matthew tells us, or your Jesus tells us in Matthew that uh, uh, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad, but a tree is known by its fruit. And so you think about the fruit of the spirit, uh, the fruit of the spirit, you know, it is, if we have God's spirit in us and we are, we are called to follow him, we should be producing fruit that is indicative, indicative of who we are following. So then the next thing I'd like to say is that the fruit of the spirit is our, again, our evidence of our relying on the spirit and a proper gardening of our hearts. And so you probably ever, you know, read the parable of the sower. Uh, and, and, you know, when you think about that, you know, it says, but he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it and indeed bears fruit and produces some hundredfold, some 60, some 30. Um, you know, so if, if we are good ground and, God, and God's word is getting in us and, and we're allowing his spirit to live in us, uh, we should be producing uh, some fruit out of that. Um, we, we can't necessarily compare who's getting hundredfold fruit, who's 60, who's 30, but we should all be getting some fruit out of what we are, uh, what, what God is doing within us. Uh, so I like to talk specifically about the different fruits of the spirit. Uh, so the first one is love and, you know, kind of what sticks out to me there. You know, I tell my daughter, uh, love is an action, not a feeling. You know, it's easy to say, uh, I love you, um, but 
it's another thing to show that you love somebody. Uh, that's a very different thing, you know. So whether I can say I love my wife, but that doesn't mean if I don't show her that I love her, it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, if I love my church family, but I don't show it, it doesn't mean anything. You know, if I love his people and I don't show it, it doesn't mean anything. Um, in First uh, Corinthians, I know Paul talks about uh, love, and he says, "And though I have the gift of prophecy." and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains but not have love, I'm nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. Um, he also, Paul says, love suffers long and is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't parade itself. So it's not showing off. It's not puffed up. It doesn't behave rudely. It does not seek its own. It's not provoked. It's not evil. It doesn't rejoice in iniquity or sin, uh, in it, but it rejoices in the truth. So, you know, love rejoices in truth, it, but it isn't in action, not just a feeling. Um, and just related to that real quick, I just, you know, want to say to love or to lead God's people, you got to first love his people. Uh, I know a lot of times we aspire to, achieve this or achieve that or to do this or do that but if we don't love the people he's called us to serve uh you can't lead them um and you can't lead you know these big initiatives because you know you think you're leading an initiative but you're really leading people um the next fruit of the spirit is joy and you know what sticks out to me here is you know having a positive attitude when things don't go your way uh, you know i talk to my daughter a lot about uh, you know, being positive, you know, she may not always get what she wants, but, you know, to be positive. Uh, James uh, tells us, you know, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. So, you know, it's, we have to remember that God is our foundation. Uh, we got to stand on that foundation with strength. And our strength, as you know, the Bible tells us that, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So that's where our strength comes from. Next fruit of the Spirit is peace. And here we got to remember to trust God when things don't go our way. Uh, also, peace doesn't have to make sense. It's easy, uh, you know, to have peace when things make sense. It's hard to have peace when things don't make sense. Um, and... Uh, in Paul's letter to the Philippians, he says, "In the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus." So, if you think about that, um, again, your the peace is surpassing understanding. It's not that you understand what's going on. It's that, um, again, you're having peace when it doesn't make sense to have peace. Um, we also reminded uh, in Mark about Jesus uh, when he's out you know, when they're out in the boat and then the winds are going out, going crazy. And, you know, it says that uh, then Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Um, when we're with Jesus, we can have great calm. Uh, you know, we all go through different challenges. Uh, you know, life's not easy for any of us, but uh, when we're with him and we're, we're in the boat with him, you know, we can have great calm. Um, you know, in Isaiah, he also says, you know, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. 
again, you can have peace if you focus on God and not on what's going on around you. Uh, and if you trust in him, he can keep you in perfect peace. Uh, the next fruit of the spirit is long suffering. Um, and, you know, I wish we didn't have to go through suffering, but we know in this country, uh, our people have gone through suffering for a long period of time, but we know that we can endure uh, because Jesus endured for us and we were modeling our lives after Jesus. Um, so second Peter says that uh, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, uh, but long suffering, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So you know, think of all the things that Jesus suffered, uh, you know, and, and he still will continue to fulfill his promises to us in spite of that. And so we can continue to focus. Uh, next through the spirit is kindness. So here we got to be kind because of God's kindness toward us. So David says in Psalms, let I pray your merciful kindness be for my comfort according to your word to your servant. So again, uh, focusing on, you know, God's kindness toward us. All right. So, you know, we, if, if God can be kind to us in spite of all the things that we do that aren't godly, uh, we can be kind to other people. Uh, next fruit of the spirit is goodness. God gives us the strength to be good to people uh, because that's who he is. So Paul tells us in Romans, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So it's easy, you know, there's a lot of things that go on in the world and it's easy to be upset. It's easy to be mad. Uh, but God calls us to be good to people. Um, you know, it's, it's it, not saying that's easy, but that's what he calls us to do. Um, and Paul says in his letter to the Philippians, that for it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. So we're not just being good because it's nice to be good, but we're, he, it's his desire and his pleasure for us to be good. Next fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. So here God is empowering us to endure life's challenges, to get where he wants us to go and to showcase his glory to others. Uh, and again, for me, faithfulness, the word faithfulness talks about endurance. You know, I'm trying to, to, to run more. I know you'll, some of y'all see my posts on Facebook. Uh, I'm trying to build my endurance. Um, but God's calling us to have spiritual endurance. Um, so Paul in 1 Corinthians says that love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. So again, connecting back to another fruit of the spirit, love, but love is giving us endurance uh, to deal with things. Um, so in Second uh, Timothy, you know, Paul says, uh, I fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. So again, God's calling us to be faithful, to endure, uh, to go to the end, to finish. Uh, in Hebrews, uh, you know, tells us that uh, for you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. All right. So there's a reward uh, for our faithfulness. Right. So if we have that endurance, if we do what God has called us to do, he will reward us and he will fulfill his promises to us. Uh, and uh, Matthew, you know, says that uh, his Lord said to him, you think about the parable of the talents. Uh, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things, and I'll make you ruler over many things and enter into the joy of your Lord. 
So again, we're seeing if we're faithful over the challenges that he presents to us, uh, he'll continue to be uh, rewarding to us and bless us for that. Uh, gentleness is another fruit of the spirit. And I know we think of gentleness sometimes in our culture as a weakness, uh, but uh, gentleness is really strength because you got to rely on God's strength instead of your own strength. So Philippians, uh, you know, Paul says in Philippians, to let your gentleness be known to all men. So uh, the Lord is at hand. So again, telling us to be gentle. All right. Uh, David tells us in Psalms, uh, you have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has held me up and your gentleness has made me great. So again, you know, what the world sees as weakness, God is using to make us strong. So in, also in Psalms, David tells us, but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. So again, connection to another fruit of the spirit, uh, meekness can give you peace. All right. And uh, then Jesus, you know, in Matthew kind of borrows that and says, blessed are the meek for the meek shall inherit the earth. All right. So again, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament is telling us to be meek, be gentle. Uh, and finally, self-control. So uh, I talk with my, my daughter a lot about that, but I mean, all of us can uh, work on our self-control. And so uh, we must control ourselves so God knows that we give him control over our lives. Uh, we can endure temptation and uh, we can handle more. And uh I know Sister King read that this morning, but I think it's, it's relevant here too. Uh, no temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man, but God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape so that you may be able to hear it. The Bible also in James uh, it tells us to therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And so I think, you know, sometimes in the church, we make temptation about, uh, you know, promiscuity or other things. Uh, but the reality is uh, anything that we submit to other than God is a temptation. Uh, it could be food. It could be TV. It could be music. It could be anything um, that we, we, you know, if we put, we can say, you know, hey, that person is doing this or that or the other. But if you put a piece of cake in front of you and you, and you feel like you got to eat it, then that's a temptation. Um, and so, um, or if someone says something to you and you feel like you're tempted to say something back, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it may feel like that's what you want to do, but that's not necessarily what God's called us to do. Um, in terms of self-control, um, you know, God wants us to be in control uh, not in control of everything. He's in control of everything, but he wants us to uh, not be controlled by our flesh. Uh, in Proverbs, Solomon tells us, whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. All right, so we don't want to be that. We want to be, uh, you know, that city that's on a hill. We don't want to be the city that's broken down, All right? So in closing, I just like to say that practicing the uh, fruit of the spirit is difficult. All right. None of these things are easy. It's easy to, to, to react to things. Uh, but we can be sustained by the spirit if we draw closer to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, 
uh, in Matthew tells us that uh, Jesus looked at them and said to them, uh, with men, this is impossible. With God, all things are possible, right? So we can do this with him. Uh, and Paul tells us in Philippians, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So again, you can treat people better. You can handle the situations. You can have peace. You can have long suffering. You can do all those things in Christ who strengthens you. And, you know, as uh, Brother Jason read this morning, uh, I'm, the I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. So for without me, you can do nothing. So if we abide in God uh, and abide in Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we can bear the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, but without him, we can't do that. We, have to, we do that in his strength. So uh, thank you all so much for allowing me to share my testimony. I hope it's been a blessing to you. And uh, want to see... If, you know, based on anything that anybody has said today, I'm going to uh, ask all to unmute. But if anybody has any reactions to some of the uh, messages that or the uh, testimonies that we've gone over today, I'd appreciate that. Amen. Go ahead. Well said. Amen. And thank you. Thank you, brother. That was, um, Dr. Evers, I appreciate that. Um, Jason, Ina, I love y'all. I, I really enjoy what you put forth. Um, and in fact, it made me think even more deeply into, um, you know, what you was meant to do testimony time. And so it, it's just that your, your testimony of how God's been good to you. And I just thank you for hearing God has blessed you to give me encouragement. Okay? Yes, 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 yes. Amen. Same with you, cuz. Powerful. Thank you. Thank y'all for your word. Amen. Yes, we're all Go ahead. I was just going to say I was so blessed by all of the messages today, and I just Thank you, and uh, know that God is going to keep blessing all of us. Amen. 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 And if, if y'all don't know that voice, uh, that is uh, my mother. She decided yes. to join us this morning, so just wanted Amen. to say y'all can welcome my mother. Good morning. 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 <laughs> so I got my father on here too. So say, yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Does anybody have any uh, announcements this morning? So do we have a, any updates on the uh, uh, Bible study books? Hmm. Still don't have the Sunday school book. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm going to work on that. I apologize. I'm going to work on that now. <laughs> no problem. Mm -hmm. All right. Sunday school yeah. Okay. All right. Any, uh, do we, uh, does anybody have one just so we know kind of like what scriptures to read? Or, I know we think we had talked about that last week. Mm. I, I forgot if 
is Brother Ray for Robert's phone still. Pastor did ask me to, to get that information. I'll make sure I try to get it today. Okay. If you get it to me, I'll send it out to everybody. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Any other announcements? How about any praise reports? Anybody got any any praise reports or something that's been a blessing this week? I want to thank you all for taking time out and helping in, in this moment. It, it takes it takes a, a few good men, especially a few good men who want to spread the word of the Lord. And so I thank you guys for, for stepping up to the plate and we're praying for each of you and through all your struggles, you know, we know that our strength is in the Lord. So thank y'all for what you've done and continue to pray for you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Okay. So anything, uh, let's see, Deacon uh, King, you, do you have anything for us this morning? I just enjoyed the service this morning. Thank God for this beautiful day. Amen. Amen. Deacon Wade, you got anything for us? You still on the line, Deacon Wade? Jermaine, are you still on, brother? Yes, maybe they dropped out. Mm -hmm. Let's see, I think we had a couple calls joined midstream. Uh, we didn't get a chance to welcome you. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to welcome you, can you say hello this morning? Um, Good morning. <laughs> Sister Louise Roberts and who else? Sister Burchett, and, and I want to thank each of you. Yeah, I want to thank each of you for just sharing your testimonies this morning. And certainly, they it they all have been an inspiration to me. So thank you again. Amen. Good morning, Sister Louise. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Any any prayer requests for the week? Anybody got anything that they'd like for us to be in prayer? I know we. Uh, you know, we've got, uh, you know, Pastor and, you know, the, want to pray for him throughout the week. But uh, uh, anybody else got any prayer requests? Prayer for, for the frontline workers and, you know, Sister, Sister Mitchell. Mitchell yeah. Mm -hmm. And all those that are working in health care. Yeah. 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 Yes. And Brother Edward, I just, I'd like to uh, also want Want everyone to pray for the uh, for some of the uh, family members of the patients that we lost due to that virus this uh, week. Yes, ma'am. Four together, and that really hurt us. But just continue to pray for us too, because when they pass, it hurt yeah. us too, not just the family. I understand, man. Amen. Amen. 
That's where that love come in. Damn. All right. Well, uh, if nobody has anything else. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. Uh, so would uh, Chris, would you mind praying this out? Sure. Amen. Amen. Dear God, my Father, we just come to you humble as we can, Lord God, just thanking you, Lord Father, for the message today and the messengers, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, those that hear will be encouraged, Lord God, and know, Lord God, that you are God, that you bless us yeah. day to day, year to year, week to week. Lord Father, and you just cover us with your wings, Lord God, and keep us till we meet again, Lord Father. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I love you all. all. Love you all. Have a great week. Love you all. Bye. Bless y'all. Bye bye y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church podcast. If you feel led to do so. You can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.